Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, good morning, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, today is Wednesday. That means Neely Piazza is here. What is up, Niels? Hi. Not a lot today. <laughs> Usually you say, hi, not much. Not much. Not much, which not is a, much. a lie. Yeah, you, lie, well, you, you lied this early in the morning. <laughs> it's a little, a little tad bit early, huh? but that's okay. I've what time do you get up? Today and everything. What time do you uh, get up? Usually around four. Four a.m. It, it takes me that long to get started. <laughs> you I'm get, old and creaky. <laughs> you get up at four a.m. What do you go to bed at seven p.m.? A lot of times, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just it's just so crazy when you really look at the things that it, it's not crazy anymore, as we know, but we've always thought that the FDA was looking out for us. They are not looking out for our health. I mean, I think that I never thought that <laughs> apparent when they allow all of the different things they allow in foods <clears throat> like O'Roy and, uh, you know. Yeah, well, and they. They have all the, I forget what they're called, but, um, you know, this is the law. However, the FDA is not going to, we know that they're doing this and we're not going to uh, enforce that law. I, there's a word for it. I can never remember what it is, but it's basically it. Wrong. Internal something. Well, yeah, that too, but. Wrong is the word. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, like the um, not using animals killed other than by slaughter i mean yeah that's a that's a federal law but they're like yeah well that's okay we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about that right <laughs> if, if it benefits them and their ilk then yeah as long as as long as um the corporations are happy we're happy it's fine that they've been experimenting on our animals for a long time oh heavens yes i mean if you listen if you listen to dr Merritt at all well, a couple other people have said this too, but basically the um, bioweapon research and all that stuff, stuff that they want to keep out of the public eye and out of the light is done in the veterinary industry, not in the human industry. That's where it all starts. So that's why there's so many veterinary labs around and in close proximity to the bioweapon labs. It's it's unbelievable and 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 extremely extremely frightening, and that's why we talk about. Um, I believe exactly what they've said on the human side. Stop injecting stuff. Stop putting stuff in your dog's body. If you're on a species appropriate diet, and you're not on a kibble diet, you've you've eliminated most of the glyphosates out of your dog's <laughs> diet. Yeah. Okay. Good so portion we, of it. Yeah. Yeah, we want to make sure about that. Hey, uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions that have come up here lately. So I have a customer who has cats. 
Okay. Uh oh. She's amazing. Um, so I'm going to ask it two ways because actually, as I've just said that, I'm wondering if she's asking me about the cats or asking me about the dogs. So she says she feeds once a day, like you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not twice a day. She feeds once a day, but she mm-hmm. wants to know should she still do a fast day? No. Okay. You didn't even let me finish. You don't even know what I'm going to say. Okay, finish. I'm done. Um, so, so, so no, if you just feed once a day, you don't need to do a fast day. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's not going to hurt anything if you do one every once in a while, but um, you're already doing a 24 hour fast. So they're in a perpetual fast. Well, same is basically the same ideas intermittent fasting with people i mean same benefits all that kind of thing i think most dogs would revolt if you made them go <laughs> two days with no food so she calls it a starved day she's so <laughs> she's so funny she said do i still need to do a starved day i'm like ah i don't think so all right so. all right so that's in the dog world let's talk about in cats definitely in, not in cats no no fasting in cats they don't need to fast period Mm-mm-mm. okay no fasting in cats, no fasting of puppies either. Mm-mm-mm. Now, puppies, would you, every breed has a different sort of uh, where their um, growth plates stop, you know, moving or they're, they're set, you know, where they're supposed to be. But typically in our feeding charts. And we're going to talk a little bit about overfeeding here in a second, but in our feeding charts, the puppy category goes up to 68 weeks. And then you, it, that's almost at the adult category. So 68 weeks. Basically what, you know, they used to say, um, if you're feeding a puppy feed 10% of its body weight, if you're feeding an adult feed 2% of his body weight, you know, and people are like, well, how long do you consider one a puppy? You know, because feeding 10% of a, of a 10 month old puppy is a whole lot different than feeding 10% of a two month old puppy. But basically what it boils down to, if you kind of break the charts down, mm-hmm. if you feed the dog the same amount, it's entire throughout its entire life. So the way that the ages and the percentages are broken down, um, it comes out to you're roughly feeding about the same as the dog would eat at its um, estimated adult weight. So you can think of it like that, but that's very confusing. That's very confusing. And I think from that statement right there, you're going to cause people to overfeed their dogs. How is that confusing? It is confusing. No, 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 it's not. Um, (laughs) It's a whole lot easier than having to check every two weeks. It is I mean, not. Okay, go. Okay, look. Let's look at my puppy feeding calculator. I think that's super easy. Okay, for instance, my mom's puppy that she got was three and a half pounds when she got it. Okay, so if I put in three and a half pounds and I put that puppy in that zero to ten week category, that means that that puppy eats five point six ounces roughly. And you're gonna look at the body. Okay, so she called me the other day and she said, "All right, my puppy's now at." five pounds that pushes that puppy up to eight ounces a day 
I'm just saying people get it in their head that they have to feed this amount and they get all confused about it and don't use that as a, as a starting point. And you know, they're going to eat more when they're little. If you adjust for how big they are, they're going to eat a lot more than you think they should. And some of them are probably going to eat. Um, like I, I bumped Reva's food way up. She's eating way more than what, um, it says she should, but it's not, it's not the, it's not the same for everybody. So, you know, start out there. That's a place to start, but then eyes and hands on the dog. If the dog is too fat or won't eat or is turning its nose up or is getting picky, you're feeding it too much. It's not hungry. If it's super skinny and really lean and active and hungry all the time, you're not feeding it enough. Feed it more. They're all going to be, there's so many different factors. That's just a place to start. So you start there, you get in the ballpark, and then you adjust to your puppy. Some puppies are going to be like super active, have super high metabolism, uh, you know, the longer that they're, they're intact and all that kind of stuff. Um, and little, and I think part of the reason Reva needed more food is she's going, she's going through a heat cycle, you know? So, so all that stuff plays a part eyes and hands on the dog. So I have, um, two customers, they have Maltese, right? Two different customers, two different dogs. And, um, mm-hmm. I saw the two dogs the other day and I was like, Whoa, what, what, what is going on here? Right. So in my head, I don't say that out loud. It's like saying <laughs> your child's ugly or fat. I would never say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I might, <clears throat> you would, but, um, <laughs> this one was just like twice, 2.5% times bigger than the other one. And I'm talking, uh, rotundo and you know, these are little bitty little mom. dogs. Yeah. Oh, and, um, the the they be, I said well um if you want that dog because they they made a statement um I said if you want the larger one to look like the smaller one then we need to feed like the smaller one and they said oh no 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 his appetite is way bigger than hers okay well his appetite may be bigger than hers but his body is substantially bigger than hers right? So Mm -hmm. you can't really go on appetite guys. I think that the one thing that I do here is while my dog's starving or my dog's still hungry. Well, my Germans could eat all day long. Yeah. A lot of dogs, if you let them, they would eat themselves until they, they like puke, pop the gut or something. Yeah. So you can't really, if the, if their energy level is good, their demeanor is good and their, um, you know, body shape is good. You're, you're fine. If they're super thin, you know, and puppies will, puppies will go through some of that as they're growing, you know, they'll hit a growth spurt and rod fed puppies, not nearly as much as kibble fed. You don't have nearly the, the awkwardness going through puppyhood with raw fed puppies as you do with kibble fed puppies. But you know, if they're super active one day or something, yeah, they might be a little bit hungrier. Than the day before, if they hung out on the couch and watched movies with you all day, one day, they're, you know, same as you just because you're sitting there eating potato chips because you're hooked on them doesn't mean that you're hungry and your body needs it. It means you're bored. So, you know, eyes and hands on the dog. That's that's the best thing I can say. You should be able to easily feel ribs, not necessarily see them unless you have a super short coated dog like a boxer or something like that. 
um, if they bend and turn in the sun, you should be able to see the outline of their ribs. You should be able to stand above them and see a, a definitive rib cage and waistline and um, uh, hips. Um, you may or may not be able to feel their spine. I mean, you don't want it. You don't want their vertebra protruding through their skin or anything like that. But different different dogs carry their weight differently and you know, some of them are going to be, they may be a, a perfectly fine body condition. They just may be a little bit bony. I mean, think about greyhounds and whippets. They, they all look all kinds of bony, but that's what they're supposed to look like. So I want you to clarify what you meant when you said that dogs in their growth stage on kibble are far more awkward uh, so you'll get, um, they just look awkward. They're gangly and their legs are long and their front end will get bigger or taller than their back end and they'll grow uneven and they'll, you know, they'll look like a gangly, awkward, geeky teenager rather than, um, cause they, they grow in spurts and they, um, it's just it's in and super fast too so they you know parts of them will outgrow other parts of them that's not necessarily a good thing horses do the same thing that's not good either you you want everything to be slow and steady and i mean you're still going to have a little bit of awkwardness they're you know they're puppies but you don't want it to be so obvious that their legs are so long that they can't keep track of where their feet are um you know it's you want them to grow slow and steady and you want them to be lean. You don't want chubby puppies. You want lean puppies. Their, their uh, joints are developing. Their bones are developing. You don't want any excess stress on, um, on those body parts while they're, um, while they're developing and, uh, you know, growing to maceration. You don't want you, you, you want that to be as as little trauma in that time as possible. That's also why you don't want to overwork puppies. I mean, yeah, they need playtime and all that kind of stuff, but don't take them on long walks and long hikes and um, extended training periods and things like that. You know, they're, they're babies still. Every situation is going to be different. Like we were talking about tiny dogs, you know. Um, it, it's hard and some people have a, just have an issue with the whole bone thing. Well, tiny dogs need, need bone too. So if you, if they can't like chew their way through a foot, which some tiny dogs probably can't give them some better bones. The guts and glory is a, is, um, good too. I mean, all the supplements we have, we've talked about this before. All the supplements we have are whole food items. They're not like quote unquote supplements. They're, um, there's their whole food items there to fill in any, any, um, nutritional holes that you might have, or if, you know, you can't like the, you're talking about the red Rover. That's great for super convenient. If you can't get berries or, uh, if they're out of season or, you know, whatever reason there, they are right there. Um, so, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So I, our, I mean, our stuff, I don't really 
I wouldn't really almost say they're supplements because they're really not. They're, I mean, I guess technically they are, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So people think supplements, they think, you know, adding in vitamins and minerals and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, don't do that. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So we have some issues with some dogs that I want to talk about uh, real quick. Um, I want to go back to um, real quick. I want to go back to dogs that stop eating. And you were saying that mostly we see that people are overfeeding their dogs. The the last several people that I've talked to that have, and there's probably been, I don't know, three or four in the last six months um, that have had that problem. You know, my dog won't eat anymore. They're turning their nose up at the food and they used to eat it regular and, you know, the whole thing. And then you get into it and, um, in at least a couple of cases, it was again, a puppy that, um, just stopped eating at a certain age. And both of them, both of them that I can think of were right around 18 months. Like, okay, well, they're not hungry. And so they're, Hey, they've decided that if they don't eat, you'll, you know, you'll dance a little jig for them and they think it's kind of cute. So <laughs> don't feed them so much. <laughs> and, and at that point, you know, especially if you're having that problem, I mean, you already said that I feed once a day and I think that that is in most cases, there's a good argument for it. I mean, there's, I, I think there's probably a good argument for some dogs for twice a day, but whatever. Um, every household, every person, every dog is going to be a little bit different, but especially if you're having that problem where your dog just won't eat, go to once a day <clears throat> and then they'll be, um, it'll change their tune a little bit. They'll be happy to eat now, unless there's like a problem or something, but I haven't really talked to anybody where there's actually a problem. The dog's fine. They just won't eat I'm like, well, Okay. <laughs> And are they feeding enough variety in that uh, rotation? Sometimes that um, sometimes that needs to be tweaked a little bit too. Um, but sometimes it's just too much volume. But yeah, for sure they'll you know they'll get bored. And I I try to change um, throughout you know throughout the season just just to try to stay stay with the energetics a little bit like when it starts getting cold i'll start adding lamb or venison or something in here and there a warmer warmer protein when it starts getting hot i'll take that out and do more rabbit and maybe a little bit of duck or something like that but i pretty much always have beef and turkey and fish and eggs in there year round but the rest of them you can kind of you know, rotate in and in and out, depending on what season it is, depending on what dogs, what your dog likes. Like Phoebe loved pork and I wouldn't have known that except, um, I ended up with some and you know, I was like, okay, but she wouldn't eat rabbit. She's like, no, not, uh, -uh." (laughs) she never would eat the rabbit. I never could figure that out. So I was like, okay, well you like pork so much. I'll just, I'll just give you pork there. They have, a right to have um preferences just like you do and you know they don't have a whole lot of freedom per se in their lives or a whole lot of choices except for what we give them so 
you know, make, make their, make their life a little more interesting. Right. We get, we get some of the coolest, um, feedback, uh, from people. And, uh, I got one yesterday from, uh, let me see if I can read this one. This one, uh, you know, sometimes I, 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 uh, I have a heart and, uh, I, things make me cry. Uh, and this one, <laughs> so here's, so here's this one that we got yesterday. Um, it says, hello, Didi and everyone at raw dog food and co. I wanted to reach out to you all. And thank you for literally saving our great Dane's life. She was diagnosed with lymphoma and hepatitis uh, in March, 2021. And not knowing any better, we started chemotherapy. She did wonderfully and went into remission after her first treatment. Shortly after that, I joined a holistic cancer group on Facebook and everyone raved about your podcast and Dr. Jasek. And I quickly jumped on the holistic bandwagon and never looked back. We zoomed with Dr. Jasek, who I swear is godly. She thought that was funny. She was like, I'm going to remind my husband of that. But anyway, she said, <laughs> um, she said, we started raw feeding, bought almost every supplement that Four Leaf Rubber has to offer, and our dog has never been healthier. She had routine blood work uh, with her oncologist today, and this was yesterday, who told us her nodes are the size of a normal dog's. Her blood work is vertically I think she said virtually perfect and her liver enzymes are in the one hundreds. They were over 1000 last year. Well, um, and her hepatitis is pretty much gone. I left the vet in happy tears and I'm convinced if it weren't for your podcast and an amazingly, incredibly informative advice, our pup would not be here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay healthy, stay amazing and stay raw. Stephanie Lockwood. I got that yesterday and I was just like, okay, I'm, I was just, my heart was just, I was just, oh my gosh, it just made me cry. And they're not even really buying food from us. This is not, they're not buying food from us. They, they have listened to the podcast. They have worked with Dr. Jacek. I get these same things from people that work from you. Um, So basically they're just getting information and then taking that information and marching forward. And I, I, I want to say, what do these vets think? (laughs) What is your, what does your vet think about that? You know? Um, But that's really cool that this pet parent said, we're doing something different. Well, that's great. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, I mean, yeah, we get some, you know, pushback. We get, um, we get uh, people that say, you know, Vaccines are the best thing since sliced bread. Um, and that's fine. Like you said, you got to make your own decisions. But I think when you really start looking into the history, the history of medicine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the narrative of medicine and how it's been moved along and not everything that we've been told or that we believe is actually the truth. Most of it is not right. Honestly. Right. And we need to get back to um, getting out of the way of this creation that we are in dogs and people helping it. Well, just getting out of its way. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. And yeah. then it 
it would do it would do what it it needs to do but gosh you think about when i think about okay banfield neely and how they bring these dogs in every single year and pump them full of toxins in I know. so many They're different the... so yeah. many different ways it's like wow how, how does it... all these all these places that have these like um what do they call them like care programs or whatever where you pay a certain amount of money to get yeah yeah I'm like oh my god that is like uh, it's horrific i think because then people you know they're paying for it so they think they need to use it and then they think that oh my gosh i just i just want to crawl under a rock no i don't want to crawl under a rock i want to take a rock yeah, and pelt somebody with it. And hurl it at, you know, the establishment that's uh, pushing that narrative. Yeah, not good. Yeah, that's disgusting. All right, everybody. Um, you can work with Neely Piazza. She will dig deep into what's going on with your dog's gut biome, give you a great um, perspective, some amazing options, and um, – Get your dog, hopefully, where that dog is comfortable, at a minimum, comfortable. Um, most of the dogs that you work with, Neely, you've you just bringing them, you, you've just taken them from a 10, right, to a 1, or however you want to look at that, a 1 to a 10. So, I, you know, when I say a 10 to a 1, I mean itching, miserable 10, back down to, you know, a 1. But whatever, however you want to say that. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> You do a great job. You do a great job. And uh, she will give you options um, and, and really go in depth. So just go over to the Learning Center, uh, Health Consults, and she is the first one that comes up. You just click that button. You will contact her, and you guys will start working together. You do get a discount um, by just mentioning rawdogfoodandco.com. Um and actually, if you go through my site, you're going to get that automatically because. Yeah, just going through the site gives it automatic. Can't get there any other way. All right. Yep. Well, thanks, Neely. I hope you have a great week. And um, as uh, Stephanie said, stay healthy, stay amazing and stay raw. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, uh, so my brother thought that we should get a uh, shirt that says eat me raw. I don't know. Oh, mm, no. <laughs> Well, no. Well, I saw one the other day that said uh make me hard something because it was talking about hard hard uh hard uh lemonade. You know, the hard lemonade that's uh Yeah. 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 I mean, it makes people look. Makes people look. I don't know. I don't know, but we probably won't go down that path. But anyway, all right everybody, thanks for coming over to the Raw Dog Food Truth. Go to rawdogfoodandco.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Neely? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. We'll see you guys tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.